If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm Alexa Curtis. I started Life Unfiltered with Alexa, initially a fashion blog, back in 2011. Make sure you're following This Is Life Unfiltered on social media at at T-I-L-U podcast or my personal social media, which is at Alexa underscore Curtis. So many weeks of the time, I have guests on This Is Life Unfiltered, and I've got like 30 guests right now in the pipeline, so I'm not really doing any additional filming, which is why I wanted to come on here and sit down with you guys for a really open and honest conversation about what's happening in my life offline since I've had the opportunity to meet so many new entrepreneurs and inspirational people. I haven't really been talking to as many of you just in a really open and honest conversation. So that's kind of my goal for this episode is to dive into some of your questions, talk to you about what's going on with the summit, what's going on with the new show that I'm working on, as well as what's going on with This Is Life Unfiltered. So many of you already probably know that I had a big show and it ended. I had a year-long contract and that's just what happens in entertainment. Things end, new things begin. And in August of this year, I found out that this thing was ending and I was a little bit taken aback because I think I had gotten myself so comfortable and so excited for a period of time, even though I personally felt like I was growing so rapidly in my career and just as a person in general. And I was really kind of figuring out more of what I wanted. So in August, I went into this pretty deep depression. I think I posted it on social media. I just did not feel myself. And I wasn't even mad at the situation. I was more hurt with myself that I had allowed myself to get so comfortable comfortable in something when I'm so used to being uncomfortable. And as an entrepreneur, you never work for anyone else. You never do anything. And I had just allowed myself to get so personally comfortable in that particular situation. And I had to remind myself and I kind of woke up in August once I had a meeting and I figured that, you know, this was ending as the time just does with many things. Um, And I kind of woke up and was like, you know, how did I let myself get to a place where I felt so comfortable where I wasn't really looking to what was next. And quite often in this industry, you will have things that will work for so long and then all of a sudden it's just, it's not working. You're not like important anymore. Um, Just a variety of different things. So August was a really difficult month for me. I truly made like no money in August. And that's obviously really difficult because When you're an entrepreneur, you have to struggle with, okay, if something goes wrong, if you get really depressed, if you're suffering with mental health issues, a breakup, whatever, how are you going to pay your expenses? And I know I've spoken about that before a lot on this podcast, but it really became real for me in August. Like if I don't wake myself up out of this funk, like how am I going to be able to keep going on and keep inspiring people? So come September, I felt back in the zone. I was like ready to go. And then came basically four weeks up until now of consistent rejection with the Be Fearless Summit. Many of you guys know about the Be Fearless Summit. It's a project, a division of my company that I launched back in 2018. And I launched it at the beginning of the year and I officially presented the first summit this year. And I actually ended up presenting this summit kind of on a whim. I've mentioned that I thought that this would have been a really much easier project to go for. I was like, this is going to be so simple. I'm going to get Ivy League colleges. Like, this is going to be great. Anyhow, so I randomly met somebody from the first university that I presented it at, and that's how they ended up getting approval for this particular summit. And that's when I say those face-to-face connections are really important. And this summit completely started from one idea, you guys. I didn't have anything, any proof or anything 
that this summit would even work, that I would be able to pull it off, and I did, and I presented it to that team and got approval on it. So after March 15th of this year, I took a, a decent amount of time to kind of come down from that. That was a very, very stressful time for me last year. That was a completely out of my comfort zone. And along with that, I had also just started my new show, Fearless Every Day. So I personally, just as a person, was like losing it for that period of time because it was such an intense, such an intense production to put on. So come August, I get this news. I'm like, oh my God, I'm really frustrated. Like, what am I going to do? It wasn't even necessarily about the specific thing ending. It was just more about the fact that I was so comfortable and I felt so good there. And like, I was finally reaching the people that I had wanted to reach after doing this for so long. So come September now, I'm pitching this idea out. I'm getting constant, constant rejection. Like for the past eight weeks, I have had probably 50 phone calls. I have talked to people across the country, across the world. And the rejection is so different when it's your personal idea. And it's not necessarily, you know, I'm so used to getting told like, I'm not good enough, or I'm not big enough for this. But now I've got this great idea. I believe so deeply in this idea. And now this is getting rejection, rejected. So the past like eight weeks here, I'm just waking up every day. Like some days I have so much hope. Some days I'm like so frustrated. And then alongside that, I'm kind of trying to navigate pitching this other show because I want it to be bigger and I want it to be better. And I want it to reach even more people. Um, and so that's kind of what I have been personally dealing with like the past two months. I'm quite often asked, like, do I ever feel lost? Am I ever confused? Like many of you guys ask me questions like that. I did a Q&A a few weeks ago, I think, before I left. Um, and that was like an ongoing question that many of you were asking me. And I, I want to answer that question, and it's not an easy question for me to answer because I think that there's so many parts of it for me to answer. But personally, I will say this. I don't ever feel lost in the sense of my direction. Like I, I've always known for the past, you know, since my career really became sufficient, like I know that my end goal is to be an Oprah or an Ellen. I know that I want a big book. Um, you know, I know that I want this summit in every school that I would like to eventually sell this concept. But that being said, I have many days where I feel like I am just a washing machine that's spinning and spinning and spinning. And I have severe fear that one day I'm going to wake up and it's just going to be like, for some reason, it's just not going to work. And as an entrepreneur, I think that this is a really normal passage. And this is also a very normal passage, the more success that you get. And to make that even clearer, for example, you know, I've been like in a lot of news outlets the past few weeks. It's been incredible. Like I've had so much publicity. I've had so many of you reaching out to me, like every day I'm waking up with an insane amount of emails. And that's that's crazy. Like that's a huge, huge thing for me. Um, just to know that I'm like finally reaching out and getting to the people, you guys who I have wanted to, since I started this, but alongside that, I truly haven't made a lot of money for the past two months. And I am somebody who has an insane amount of expenses, like on the first of every month, $3,000 basically gets taken out of my checking account from my rent, to my car, to my WeWork office, to my manager, to um, like anything else that I basically, that's like three grand right there. And so for me to not have really made any money, like I've been having to pull out of my savings. And the reason why I'm telling you guys this is because I want you to know that number one, just because you're making a lot of money doesn't necessarily make mean that you're getting the results that you want. It's funny that I have made so little money in the past two months that I've had to pull out of my savings. And on that note, I've never seen such a, a, 
an effect in my career like I have right now where I finally feel like things are working out. And so that's kind of a funny balance there because you'd think, oh, wow, like she's so successful. She's in all the news outlets. Like she's got to be making an insane amount of money. And I will tell you that sometimes on the months where I'm like nowhere and I feel even more lost, I'm making even more money, whether it's just from like random blog posts or a TV segment, whatever it may be. So I've had a personal shift in development in the past two months, talking to my therapist especially and trying to get really comfortable with the fact that I'm very uncomfortable and not in the sense that like I can't afford this stuff like I've always had savings savings to me are really important but it does make me really uncomfortable sometimes that I have to pull out of my savings because then I think like why am I in all these stuff why are people finally paying attention to me yet why am I not making like why have I not made a lot of money this month things like that and so I just want to make it very clear to you that just because you are not making a lot of money or you are making a lot of money, it's just things kind of play out in the way that they should. And you have to be really willing to just adjust to that situation. So to answer that initial question that I'm often asked, I don't feel like I'm ever lost in the sense that I don't have a purpose, but I do feel lost in the sense of like, how worth is this idea pursuing? And especially when you're constantly getting rejected and it's for another idea, it's just sometimes it makes you feel very lost and that's totally normal and totally okay. So besides those like ongoing rejection, I am now waiting on a few really solid leads. My fingers are crossed. I'm truly hoping that this is going to come through um, for 2020. And if it's not this, it's something else. Many of you have also asked like, why am I not putting on these summits independently? For me, I just, I don't feel like I'm honestly experienced enough with this concept and with this type of production to go ahead and do that. I like having the opportunity to work hand in hand with a college that can confirm people will show up versus me put on this huge production and then say 20 people show up. Like that's a huge fear of mine, even with working with a college, but at least with a college, I know that there are going to be more people who are showing up. And so that's kind of why I'm going in that direction. But I would like to roll out the next like five or six summits and then take this independently because I've such got such an over overpouring amount of, of requests from many of you, which is which is incredible. So yay. Um so yeah, so there's that concept of things like the summit and then that show ending and now pitching this show and focusing so much on that. And that's also very exhausting too. And I want many of you know to, if you decide to pursue this type of career, like there are going to be many times where you are just mentally and physically exhausted and you just have to keep pushing. Nobody really knows what it's like to step into a room in front of a bunch of producers or executives and have to sell yourself time after time and time. And then you have to wait a week and then they might reply to your email. You might never hear from them again. That in itself is really exhausting. And Especially because like I'm out here alone in LA when when that happened in August. Like obviously I have friends, but I don't have any family out here. And it's really difficult for me to want to bring my friends into this world sometimes because I just know that it's so intense and I don't want to give my friends those kind of problems because they're so unrelatable. And most of my friends aren't in entertainment. Most of my friends are in like tech or finance, and that's completely different from what I do. And so the kind of issues, like this kind of rejection is not necessarily relatable. So I try and just deal with a lot of this stuff on my own or like through therapy. And so um, there was that and then in August. And then personally, I wanted to go into some of the questions many of you have been asking me and like were asking me on that Q&A. One question that I was asked by a few different people was how to become adjusted to things being really slow. And the first four weeks of September were 
quite an adjustment period for me too. I had to remind myself that it's not all supposed to happen so fast and that chapters close and new things open. So for those of you struggling with like, what do you do every day? I will tell you, number one, there are going to be some days if you are running a company or you're running a brand, whatever it is, where you're just going to have nothing to do. Like you might've written 3000 emails on Monday and come Tuesday morning at 8am, you're like, I can't follow up with these people. That was my whole list of emails. So my advice for you is go do something that makes you happy. You have your company, you have your idea, that fills you with joy, but there has to be something else there that's also fulfilling you. Maybe you haven't seen your boyfriend or your girlfriend in a long time. Maybe you haven't read a book in a long time. Maybe there's a book you could go and pick up and read at a coffee shop about social media marketing or podcasts or finance. That's helping you be a better person. A lot of times I find that people... And I also in the, in the past have overlooked that. I'm a great businesswoman. I'm awesome at selling my company, my brand. And sometimes I lack in other areas, whether that's like personal relationships, whether that's like being more attentive to my family. And it's truly in part because of the fact that I'm so passionate about my company that there's days where I just don't care about anything else. And as I've gotten older, not now, but in the past, I have had to really work on like being a better person. And that's why when those days come, I'm like, okay, I've been really busy for a week. Now it's a little bit slower. I'm going to go and focus on personal development because to be, to be a good person in business, you also have to be a good person outside of the office. And many people are really shitty people outside of the office. And I don't want to be like, I've built a brand on being so transparent and authentic with all of you. And that's the worst thing I want is to meet somebody and then be like, that girl is not the girl that I see or listen to on this podcast. So that would be my first piece of advice. My second piece of advice would be to say this, you are only human. You can only do so much. The world will pick your idea if it's meant to be picked. And if it's not this idea, if you get so sick of trying so hard, you will come up with something else. You can either choose to become, you don't, not necessarily like choose to become really depressed, but you can allow yourself to get into such a negative mental state where you just end up becoming really depressed and anxious. And that's the next step because you can't deal with the fact that it's not working out. Or you can evaluate your options and you can come up with a new idea. And this is where many people fail, in my opinion, is that they get so frustrated that things aren't working out. They then think like the next step is that they become really depressed and they become really anxious and like that's it. And it's not. Obviously, I have mental health issues like many people out there. Most of you guys have talked to me about your mental health issues. But there are ways to balance it so that when these kind of negative things happen or when things aren't moving in the direction that you would want them to move in, you don't let yourself get as depressed and anxious as you may have used to. And I've had to learn this as well, that when things happen now, sometimes I try and give myself 72 hours. If I can't get out of bed after 72 hours, okay, then I'm going to give myself the time I need to get up. But it's when you get up, that's what matters. So instead of getting up and then spending another week wasting your energy on being so angry with yourself, get up and go do something that fills you with what makes you feel like you're doing something for this world. Like you are all here for a reason. And I know that sometimes it's so difficult and it's so hard to become or make yourself into something. 
but it truly does work out, but you have to find it inside of you to believe in yourself because nobody else is going to make you feel the way that you will make yourself feel if you truly believe in yourself. So that is pretty much my answer to that question is like how to, how to deal with the time and fill it. I mean, I also think like there's a third part of that question. There's always another person to email. There's always an event to go to on meetup.com. There's always an event you could start out and put on meetup.com and you have no clue who you're going to meet from there. There's always new business cards you could make. You could always make an account on Fiverr. Like don't ever feel like you're wasting your time because you're like, oh, I wrote too many emails. Like there is something out there you can do. Take any of the ideas that I just gave you or go read a book on like what to do if you're bored. You will find something to do. My second question. I want to talk about like personal stuff with me. Um, and I, I'm like, I kind of am just going to say this in like very broad ways. So I am very focused on my career at the moment. Um, you know, I'm young and very mature. So meeting somebody for me is very difficult when it comes to necessarily meeting somebody who understands my lifestyle. Um, and that's what I'm going to say on that note. I was asked if I want marriage and kids. I don't really know. Like somebody else messaged somebody else and it came back to me that like people thought I was like subtweeting certain things or can you even subtweet on Instagram? Like, I don't even know. I think that's so silly, but you know, whatever I say on social media, I expect people to see. That's why I'm so authentic and that's why I'm so honest just because I think it's really important to like to also be a person and I don't just spend 90% of my time, you know, blogging like I have I have a life I have friends like I, I go out and I do things when I'm not working but this is my primary focus and quite often many times people find that they're being distracted by certain things or certain factors and it's really important to realize that you only have this one life a lot of times you only have that one chance and I would never personally want to look back and think oh I gave that up or I was focused on this because I was distracted by someone or something else so I will say on the topic of like relationships and just that like if I or anyone like meets the right person and it just works, that's great. And you'll know when it's, it's meant to be. And sometimes if you're doing what I'm doing, it's really important to put your career first and put these things first. And then if you meet that person, like you will meet that person. But for me, I'm not the person to be like, yes, I want marriage and kids because I want a TV show. Like I want my summit in every school. Like I want to inspire everyone that I physically can. So that's just not a question that I think of too often, but I came from a town where like many girls my age are married. Many girls that I went to high school with married with kids from what I know. And like, that's great for them. That's just not personally what I want. And as a young person or just a person in general, who's, who's trying to do anything for this world, you have the opportunity to do so much. So don't waste your time settling on people or things who are not bringing a ton of value into your life or just any type of extra stuff that is taking away from what you could be doing. So my best piece of advice is like sit down with a notebook, write a pros and cons list. I've done this so many times, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job. And if your pros are a lot more than your cons, then you're good. If your cons are heck of a lot more than your pros, then there is something there to reevaluate. Um, so that was like many, a few of the questions that a few of you guys had asked me. And then I will also say that on the topic of figuring out what you want to do, I know I've spoken about this quite often, but I wanted to 
bring a little reminder in here again, just because I'm sitting here alone talking to you guys and remind you that there are many things out there that you can do to pursue your dreams. And it doesn't have to be a traditional way. For example, I started blogging right in 2011. So I was 12. And then I started doing TV segments by pitching them when I was 16. So instead of, well, at that time, I also didn't know that I necessarily wanted to be in TV. I didn't know, like, I, I didn't know my purpose when I was 16. I didn't know that I wanted a TV show eventually until I was like 20, really. That's when I kind of truly found my purpose. And so I started pitching my own TV segments and landing my own brands and then landing the segments with the producers whose emails I would find online. And many of you have reached out and have asked questions of like, how do you work in TV? Or you were working at your college, like TV station, and then you want to take the next step or whatnot. My next step for you is to think outside the box. You were working at a TV station. You want to be in production. You want to be on air. Okay, make your own content. That is a huge thing right now. If none of you are making your own content and you want to be in entertainment, start making your own content because you need to have something to show. From there, do what I did. Like It is really not that hard to get yourself placed on local TV shows. You don't need to be making money. Take out a credit card with a max of $1,000, $2,000, whatever. You're going to need money. Everyone needs money to start. And unfortunately, people like maybe me and maybe you didn't come from money. So you're going to have to figure out your money. And don't worry, you will pay it all back. From there, start emailing everybody. Maybe move to a city that you don't know anyone in, but you know there's a ton of opportunity in. Um, start with like a side hustle. Do Instacart, Postmates. Like you are nobody until you are Oprah. So just continue to push and get out of your comfort zone and think outside the box. That's a huge opportunity right there. I also want to encourage many of you to use your colleges as resources. Obviously, I speak in so many colleges and I'm so familiar with colleges. And so therefore, I know that colleges also have a lot of resources. And I find many young people kind of avoid looking at colleges or like going back to their college to ask for help. And I really think you can. And if you have done that and exhausted all your options, then go back to people who are in your classroom. You might not even know that somebody you went to 10th grade with is now working at Fox or whatever company you want to work with. So take some time. The reason that many of you get so frustrated is because you're not willing to wait and work, right? I started this in 2011. I am finally getting the attention I deserve over the past year. That's a long period of time. I didn't go viral. I still haven't go viral. I don't plan, knock on wood, to ever go viral. But you have to work. You have to dedicate your life to the craft of whatever it is. For me, it's inspiring people through my work, through my ideas. Yours might be you want to make a robot or you want to be a doctor. Dedicate yourself to the craft of whatever it is you're trying to do. And from there, the ideas will come to you. And if they haven't yet, dedicate yourself to the craft. Don't let yourself get distracted. And then do things that are similar to what you want to do will help you make a little bit of money and things will finally start to work. Everyone sees return if they work hard. And the reason that 1% of people is successful is because people are not willing to wait to see that return because we're all so crazy, crazy frustrated when things don't work out. And a lot of things are going to work out and a lot of things aren't. And that's in your personal life and that's in your business life. So if you can get used to it now, it will completely rework and train your mind that 
it's just happening how it's meant to be. And don't get so stuck on the process because the journey, the whole process is, is what you're going to look back on. And I, and I love hearing many of your success stories. I even got a DM the other day that was so inspiring because you have to be willing to work hard. And if you're working hard on something and you realize that you don't even care, start working hard on something else. Um, and yeah, that's really, that's really kind of the basis of this conversation is that instead of being so frustrated that things aren't working out, think to yourself, are you working hard enough? Are you lazy? Or is this not what you even care about? And that's three things to consider right there to why you aren't, maybe you, you aren't seeing that success in any way, but little things will start to happen if you are working really hard and you are really passionate about your, what you're doing for, for a real reason, you will start to see that success. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I really hope it inspired you. I welcome all of your questions. I love reading your emails. I also want to mention briefly that I have just found out, which is very exciting, that I'll be speaking at um, Stanford in January, January 20th, I believe. More details to come. If you head to the business page on the Stanford website, you can keep it locked right there to see what I will be speaking on. And I will also be speaking at Hofstra University in New York. I think it's in New York or Pennsylvania. I don't know. Later this month on October 24th uh, to about 70 students. So if you attend the university, I would love to hear from you. Please reach out to me and say hello. And I look forward to seeing you all at that talk as well as the one in January. Regarding the summit, I continue to have phone calls every day with universities. I will not give up on this idea and I want my persistence and how much rejection. I'm being so honest with you guys how much rejection I've had in the past seven weeks. It's been the most rejection of my entire career um, that I, I'm not giving up on this idea and I'm not giving up on it because I believe so deeply in it. I'm not the kind of person to get rejected and be like, oh my gosh, because I was rejected, now I want it even more. No, I'm so used to rejection. It Like a million people can reject me and I'm still going to want it the same that I did if I got a million yeses. I find the thrill and the power of making something come to life so exciting and there is an intrigue behind it when I'm constantly rejected is that I want to make it even more successful now because I know that there is something there and I hate wasting my time but I believe so deeply in this idea that I don't think anything I do about this is a waste of time and so anything that any of you are doing phone calls or emails or people aren't replying it's not a waste of time. Nothing is a waste of time that's giving you more experience and making you more comfortable with yourself. So stop thinking of things as a waste of time or too much energy and start thinking of them as a way to make yourself do and be a bigger and smarter person. So that maybe is another episode I will chronicle on This Is Life Unfiltered is about emails. But I mean, I guess that kind of like says it right there that if people aren't replying to your emails, continue to follow up even if they say no. And at least you're getting some type of reply. And if they don't, reply after three tries then like go to the next person there's always somebody else at that company but thank you guys so much for tuning into this is life unfiltered make sure to follow us on social media at at t-i-l-u podcast as well as my personal social media at alexa underscore curtis and thank you so so much from the bottom of my heart for continuing to persevere and be fearless with me and have an awesome awesome rest of your week talk to you soon bye